0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to sunrise service and only believe. We're so glad that you came this morning, that you chose to spend your Easter here with us. But I'm going to ask you straight away to stand up on your feet, because this is no time to be somber. This is no time to be... Because I'm going to tell you, everything that we have need of went in the grave on Friday. But it arose on Sunday, amen. And we are excited in our hearts because He lives... We no longer have to live in sin and shame, and no longer are we dead because of sin, but we are now alive in Christ because he lives. And I'm excited, and I want you to be excited too. There's a miracle service that's going to happen today, and whatever you came expecting, God is here to say yes. Let's worship. Amen. God will reign forever and all the world will know his name everyone together sing the song of the redeemed I know that my Redeemer lives and now I stand on what he did my Savior my Savior lives. chance to say Jesus you are the only chance to say, Jesus, you are Right. who do you
1: power of God, the Bible says that God himself raised up Jesus Christ by his faith, by his faith, declaration of the acceptance of the birth, the life, the death of Jesus Christ for our behalf. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know you have received communion We're gonna start off with that today. I look at communion and I think about an anniversary, a rekindling of my fire, a remembrance of what was. We go back to the initial foundation we say, well, that's where we went on our honeymoon. And then we go back there We are rekindling the fires of God. We are rekindling the fires of our love for our spouses. And today, we're going to, as it were, call to remembrance, the freshness, the entering into the intimacy of sonship with God through one Jesus Christ. Now, Father, as we stand before you today, the sacraments of the church, which was delivered unto us by the Apostle Paul, by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. How important, how valuable that this moment is to our Christian faith. God, we ask that you bless these sacraments. These symbolisms, these elements of remembrance, we ask you to bless the bread. We ask, God, that you bless the symbolism of the blood. And, God, that you would stir and renew our faith in you. God, let it do something that only you can do. And, God, we ask it in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Gentlemen, will you please disperse? Love for us through one Christ Jesus we've seen the glory the love the mercy and the grace at the cross God the place of great exchange our sin for your righteousness God our guiltiness for your justification God our curse for your blessing that God Jesus was cursed as he hung up on the cross for the sole purpose, God, that your plan that all of the blessings of Abraham would come upon us, the Gentiles, through one Christ Jesus. We thank you, God, that you came and gave us abundant life. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us eat. God, this blood that was shed not just to bring us to you, but God to keep us united to you. That God, this blood washed away our sins, declaring unto us that silver and gold man's power and man's wealth could not do away with the sin factor. And that God this blood was shed as a lamb without spot and blemish and that God this blood today stands true to protect us that God if we commit any sins that if we will confess them before you that you God in your faithfulness will forgive us and to cleanse us from all the effects of that sin In the mighty name of Jesus, let us never give power to bitterness and division and strife and unforgiveness, God. But let us always allow the blood of Jesus to do that which only it can do, is to cleanse us and to present us without spot or blemish. In Jesus' name. Let us drink. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. One more time, hallelujah! Oh, how.
0: Oh goodness is running out. It's running out. Good. Night. Running out to me, oh yes, oh Oh, yes.
2: Amen. Well, good morning, church. I get to take up tithe and offering this morning. I'm excited to do so on Resurrection Sunday. What an amazing day. You know, if this day didn't exist, we wouldn't be here. This is a pretty amazing day. It might be the best day of the year. I don't know. It just might be. As i share tithes or get ready to pr- receive it i want to share these scriptures with you you've heard them many times before i'm sure of it but i think it's just a really good reminder for us it comes from jesus's sermon on the mountain matthew chapter 6 starting in verse 19 jesus says do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will be also if we skip down to verse 24 jesus continues and he says no one can serve two masters either you will hate the one and love the other or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve both god and money tithe and offering for me is a confession and a testimony to a world that i serve one master and his name is Jesus. I serve the God who would bankrupt heaven to save me. To me, he's, or offering, it's really just about expressing that gratitude in a way that shows the world that I actually believe in this savior. That I believe not only did he come to save my soul, but that he's my ever present help. That he is my provider, he is all sufficiency for me. I can trust him completely, including with my finances, right? It's a testimony. It's a witness that we actually believe in the resurrected Savior. And so as you give your offering and your tithes this morning, here's what I want to just encourage you. Don't store up treasure for yourself on earth. It's not going to last. But every time you give to Jesus, every time you honor him with your money, with your resources, with your time, whatever it is, every time you honor him with it, you are storing up for yourselves treasures in heaven where it's never going to fade and you're going to get to enjoy it forever in the presence of your king and your Savior. So this morning as we give, give a little more cheerfully. because so we're celebrating our resurrected, Jesus. give a little more cheerfully this morning than you would before. And know that as you give, you're declaring to the world that you really do believe in Jesus. Because why else would we do this? Why else would we give our money if we didn't really believe? Would you guys stand up with me? Bow your heads. Close your eyes. I want to pray over it this morning. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness. We thank you so much that there was nothing that you weren't willing to give up to rescue us. Even though you had done nothing wrong, Father, the fault was all our own. You bankrupted heaven to be able to rescue us. We could never say thank you enough. We could never worship you enough. We could never praise you enough. We could never give enough to deserve or earn what you've done for us. But, Father, we pray that as we give our tithe and offering today, Father, as we confess to one another and to the world that we believe and serve one master, Jesus Christ, Father, that you would be pleased with the faith that we bring. Father, that you would receive this offering as we give with cheerful hearts, hearts full of gratitude for you and all that you've done for us. We thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you have tithe and offering, you can bring it down to the buckets.
1: It might have been a little earlier than this as Mary ran to the tomb to discover that everything that Jesus had said was true. I wish I could have been there, but I believe every word that the Holy Ghost wrote and inspired about Mary, seeing into an empty tomb this is one of the crusts of our faith in the Christian doctrine that we believe in the resurrection of a physical dead body being raised by God himself it's not a figment of our imagination it's not an example it's not a metaphor And it's not just a symbolism. This was a real resurrection. Amen? Now, before we get started into the message today, uh, I want to show you a little uh, clip that we just returned from Mexico uh, last Saturday. And uh, this is uh, some of the things that happened in that service there in the churches. So, if you just give your attention to the screens, then we'll see what... God has done with our mission dollar.
3: I pray God for blind eyes
1: and dead. Ask him if his bird vision Oh, he can see very good. All right. Right now, God, her legs. I lose right now. I lose. working a miracle to bring strength to her body right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Tell me what you got. She's feeling good.
3: Good.
0: Move your legs up.
1: There you go. Well, before this service, I want you to get up go yearning. And that will be a sign. You no blood. That God has touched you. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazis, oh God, I believe I command you to come alive in the name of Jesus. Now, remember that thing. In the name of Jesus, I command this. She got a lump on her thyroid. You feel that? I command right now this thyroid to be healed, and I command this lump to come out right now. Go in the name of Jesus. Now you feel for that that? that? tumor. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ, God, God. 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 I command this tomb. All, all the way, I pursue my goal. Like all the way, go. In Jesus' name. All right. Don't feel guilty. No more pain. No more pain. No. I, I think <laughs> this tumor right now... Is I command this tumor in this uterus ...to come They, don't they don't right right now. Oh. What? Kid, Jesus! Hey. Now, are you able to feel that? Said, well, yes, it's, it's about that side that you can't feel anything. But she no, can't no, feel anything, anything no. now. Said, said, <laughs> All right. All right. Now in the name of Jesus. Okay, could she walk? back pain in the ass of Jesus. Uh, come out! In a name. Jesus. All right, now how's have the pain in your
3: back.
1: Hallelujah. And there are just hundreds of things that you can't see on screen. We have just bad audio and bad everything and a bad devil. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God forever. Let's lift our hands up just for a moment. Father, in the name of Jesus, what a matchless name that we have that you have given us to confirm the acceptance of one Jesus Christ and his substitutionary work for our sins, that, God, you have glorified your Son by raising him from the dead and investing the power of the defeat of hell and death into his name. For all power has been given unto him in heaven and earth, and God we give him praise today in Jesus mighty, matchless name. Hallelujah, praise God. Let me speak to you today for a couple of minutes about some facts about Jesus, not just preaching about Jesus, but preaching about facts, things that are confirmed, that are important, that need never to change in our life. I notice they haven't cut this pulpit down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> first of all, you may not think that this is important, but the first thing that people need to realize about Jesus Christ is... That he's not a respect to persons. Now, some would say, well, yeah, but everybody knows. No, everybody doesn't know he's not a respect to persons. Everybody presumes that he is. And that he likes or gives favoritism or that he is partial to certain people in the body of Christ. That partiality is governed by our perspective of what happens in other people's lives. But really what happens in other people's lives do not grant us or give us a reflection into the favoritism of God or that God loves one more than another. What he gives us an insight into is that they are using their faith in their benefits in Christ. See, it's not about favoritism. It's not about a respect to persons. It is about the use of an individual's faith. You know, I have people come up all the time, and and I, I understand what they're saying, but they would say things like this. I know that God hears you. What does that tell me? They don't believe that God hears them, and they don't believe that God is responding to them And they don't think that God is mindful of them and that they have put people on a pedestal for the simple fact of the results they see of somebody's faith. That which you've seen on the screen is nothing new. Every believer has been promised to do the very same thing. If you'll go in my name, you'll cast out devils lay hands on the sick, you'll heal, uh, deliver those that are bound by the devil, but people don't do it. <clears throat> well, what does it take? Well, first of all, you have to move your hand, and you lay it on people, and you pray the prayer of faith, and God raises them up. If it has to do with our righteousness and our power, then it is by works and not by faith, and not by grace. So every person is called to be a miracle worker, but every person does not demonstrate the faith to accept that identity. See, we are to raise up people and make disciples. The disciples were miracle workers, and you are a miracle worker. Come on, hallelujah. You are a miracle worker. God is not a respect of persons. God doesn't favor one over another. It is the faith of God and the obedience born out of love that causes people to receive the benefits of sonship. Amen? It would be nice if God just said, Peter, I love you. I'm just going to do everything for you. Wouldn't that be a wonderful story? Now he will do that if I obey him and if I use my faith in him. God's not a respect of persons. Know ye that the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall receive of the reward of your inheritance in this world. They that have done good will receive for good and they that have done evil will receive for the evil. Colossians, the third chapter. So we have to understand, remember, God so loved the world, not just a few people in it, the world. And if you're in the world, know this. He is desperately in love with you. Oh, but I want to feel. You don't have to feel. But I want to know. He just told you that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. There's not a question about it. The bottom line reality is that you have to accept God's word at face value. At face value. The Bible says that whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's you and I. Anyone can be saved. It's you that has to reject Christ, or it's you that has to receive Christ. There's not a question where God wants you. He wants you in the family of God. He sent his only begotten son. There's not a question whether he loves you. He gave his son to prove that. It's not a question that he wants you to come in or to stay out. He said, whosoever, it's up to you. Amen? Amen. And so we, as believers, need to make sure that we don't allow our mind and our examination of others to determine who God will do anything for. He will do it for anyone that meets the criteria. Amen? Jesus always responds, always. Somebody say always. Now, in Bakhans, it means that there ain't no more. That means there are not any times ever recorded or could be recorded that Jesus turns a deaf ear. It's not possible. Why? Because Jesus said, if you call upon me in the time of trouble, I will answer you. But it's up to you and I to believe that and to call upon the name of the Lord. Jesus never hears anyone pray a prayer in faith that he does not respond to. Amen? Remember Mark J. Iris? There was a man a head of a synagogue, great authority, great wealth, great power, with men, notoriety, known among the community, known among the Roman government. But there comes a time when every man and every woman in life runs into situations that the devil has planned and conjured up, worked out, set in motion that you cannot handle on your own. And Jairus ran into one of them. Certainly, medical uh, application and medicines and doctors were not a hindrance or limited to Jairus, but Jairus' daughter had been stricken by a disease. The Bible doesn't tell us what disease, but it was severe enough that she was dying. And I'm sure that doctors from all across Israel came. They came, they examined the daughter. She could not get better. And she was dying. Jairus come and said, look, Jesus, my daughter is at the point of death. But if you come, lay your hands on her, she shall live. What a proclamation. If you come, Jesus, No matter what the devil has been doing for years in my family, God will put an abrupt stop to it, turn it around, and restore everything that he sought to destroy. Jesus, without a hesitation. Now, I don't know if J. Iris had ever said a kind word about Jesus. I don't know if J. Iris had missed the last Sanhedrin council that was talking about Jesus. What are we going to do with this man, this carpenter? What are we going to do with this man that walks among the people and is demonstrating God's power and love for them? What are we going to do with him? His fame grows every day. It's going everywhere, even out of Israel Into the world, who's going to stop such reports? I don't know, maybe he was one of them saying, well, I agree, he must be stopped. But in the time of Jairus' need, Jesus didn't look down at Jairus and say, yeah, well, you've been in 15 meetings about me. Well, you know, I heard that you said this. Jesus didn't look at him like that. He just heard the call in the midst of a need. And Jesus turns immediately and says, I will come. I will come. No question about reimbursement, no question about, well, will you change your story about me? No question about, will you start standing up for me? No question about anything. Jesus said, I will come. And that's what Jesus says to us. Every time we call upon him, it doesn't even matter if we made our own problem. I don't know, it might have been five years that Jairus Iris had been putting his faith in the doctors to no avail. I don't know. I don't know if Jairus had considered going to the witches. I don't know if Jairus had considered going to the astrologers. I don't know any of that because really when we call upon Jesus, it's not relevant. Jesus just doesn't care how you get somewhere. He's just waiting for you to ask him to bring you out. Now, we as Christians must embrace that when we call upon his name, he's going to hear us. If we could have a list of all of the billions of people that were sinners, probably some witches, probably some thieves and liars and all of that, that when they called upon Jesus and never returned to give him thanks and never said, Jesus did it for me, never said any kind word after him, went right back to cussing and fussing and fighting, dividing and so forth, Jesus Never ever turn them down, but billions of people have called upon that name and got help. And got help. You know the thief on the cross. He never followed Jesus. He said, Look, man, I'm here because I did what I did. Disobeyed every law of the commandments, disobeyed all the laws of social. Uh, respect and, and all of that types of and Jesus never said you know you had your chance but you missed your time frame Jesus never said any of that the thief called upon him and Jesus answers and said today you will be with me in paradise saints Let's embrace that Jesus does answer every time that we call. Every time that we call. He always delivers us from demon possession. He always delivers us from the pressure of the problem that Satan has put into our life. Mark, Matthew, the fifth, fourth chapter, they brought all the sick to him. They didn't go through a criteria of of the list of who could be or who should be or anything. They just brought them because there was a fame. Jesus had a reputation, not like ours, but he had a reputation of doing good, just doing good. Can you imagine Jesus, the guiltless, looking at guilt-ridden, filled men and saying, I don't condemn you. I've come to save you. We must allow him to do what he desires to do. Amen? And so we have to understand that Jesus even has power Over death. Too many of us cave in before the battle is even over. We think because the devil started a confrontation that we've already lost. Faith is not just to stop the works of the devil, faith is to turn every work of the devil around. Come on every work of the devil to be stopped and turned around. So when a battle comes, faith has not lost anything. Faith is now called into action. So many people rehearse what the devil has done and enforce their place of hopelessness. But we remember this man called Lazarus that had a couple sisters, one, you know, kind of half-hearted, the other one so crazy for Jesus you couldn't contain her. Well, their brother Lazarus died. Well, he's dead, Jesus says. Well, I'm glad I wasn't there. And he said, I'm glad I wasn't there so that you could believe. Sometimes when things are in motion because we can't clearly see the end outcome of God working behind the scenes, we really attribute that God has went to sleep. But God's not like the gods of Baal. He doesn't sleep. His eyes are always up on you, always. You get asleep, but God stays awake. So Jesus comes, and even though we don't always see what's going on, know this, the devil is not outworking God. He has not outplanned God and he is not going to be victorious over God. And so, we have to trust. It's called faith. Wait on the Lord. Let the process of faith and fruitfulness and the faithfulness of God run its course. Bible says that Jesus comes to this tomb. Oh, if you had been here, oh, if you had been here, he would not have died. If you had been here, we wouldn't be in this situation. You're too late. God, never too late. And don't you ever resign that it's over till it's over. And then Jesus says, remove the stone. Oh, Lord, man, we can't get nobody to go up there, man. He'd been dead for four days. You know what he's going to smell like? Jesus said, Well, if you knew who I was, it's going to smell like victory. But if you don't know who I am, it's going to smell like defeat. Make a choice. What are you going to smell in your valley? The lily, the rose of Sharon? What are you going to smell? Destruction, defeat, the past, destruction, the people that have went before you, what are you going to smell? So they said, okay, Lord, but man, embrace yourself. They roll away the stone. And God really doesn't care what you smell like when he comes He just knows he's going to turn it into victory. So Jesus says, Lazarus, come forth. Sure enough, here comes Lazarus. Jumping. He's tied up. He can't break through. But he's heard the voice of Jesus. It has broken the power of death. It has shaken the door frames of hell. It has called out and restored everything that has developed in corruption over four days. Organs have been recreated. Eyeballs, hearing, flesh, bones, blood, have all been recreated and replaced just simply because Lazarus come forth. Lazarus comes forth. And of course, we know that the disciples untie him, take the bandages off, and they begin to unveil the miracle of the desire and the work of a faithful God. Jesus wants us to have faith. To have faith in what? To have faith that he challenged Mary to have. Do you believe I'm the resurrection? Well, I believe he'll raise in the last day. That's not what I asked you, Mary. Everybody knows that the dead shall raise in the last day. But I'm asking you right now, Mary, do you believe that I am the resurrection right now? Well, I know. I didn't ask what you know Someday, whenever, I ask you now, do you believe that I am the resurrection? Do you believe that I am the holder of life and him, whosoever I give it to shall live? Mary went away. Martha went away. But the point being is that God is asking us today, do you believe that I am the resurrection? Not of tomorrow. You put everything off till tomorrow. Which, in other words, nothing ever happens to you except that you expect it to happen Someday. Faith is now. It's not someday. Mary and Martha went away. Jesus groaned and Jesus wept. Because even though he had been with them for so long, they did not believe that he was the resurrection of now. And God wants us to embrace that Jesus is the now resurrection. Now, certainly, he is the resurrection of tomorrow. He is the resurrection of the future. But he is the resurrection of now. Ask the woman at name. Ask Lazarus. Ask the people that Jesus raised from the dead. Is he the resurrection of the now? Yes. Yes. Yes, a thousand times yes. He still controls and rules death. Amen? So today, let's not go away like Mary and Martha talking about someday. And you can't undo what has already happened. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Jim, it's not true. You can undo anything that the devil has set in motion and that the devil has established in your life. You can overcome anything because the Bible says all things are possible. Not just the little things, but the impossible things. You know, people hear doctors report and they say, Well, you know, the doctor said, the doctor said, okay, I I understand that. But what did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? Don't just enforce what the doctors have said, but how about releasing what God has said? Amen? The doctors have said, but God hath declared, and we choose to believe God. Don't just resign to a prison that's been built by one visit to a doctor that doesn't even know where you live. Amen? Too many of us believe men over God. The Bible says, Isaiah 53, whose report will you believe? There's a report of the facts But there's the report of truth, and truth can change fact. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. (coughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, Charles. God is doing something in your blood. I don't know if you've had a a blood test lately or they've been dealing with something that shows, I don't know what it shows, but it shows high content of something in your system. God is healing that right now. I'm telling you, God is reversing the report. God is reversing the report. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah, Oh Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John, you're a pretty healthy guy, aren't you? Always carrying the world out there. Hallelujah. My word, I just can... But how is your back? You do. Well, stand up. Pull your britches up. I'm going to pray for you, John. You're not going to have that pain anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command right now, God, this lower back, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command it to come out of him right now. And, God, I loose the working of miracles in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Has anybody been diagnosed with a bone condition? I don't know if you uh, uh, cannot. Uh, is scoliosis. I don't know what it is, but your bones are not strong. And uh, it is affecting you right now, but God's going to remedy it. God's going to turn it around. Who is that? Who is that? Stand up, whoever it is. Okay, just, all righty, please stand to your feet. What do they say about this condition? Metastatic cancer, You have Metastatic cancer. Metasonic, metastatic, metastatic, metastatic cancer.
0: I see my goodness.
1: In your bone system. Really, and you have pain right now? Yes. How, how many of you believe God can just heal it? I, I mean, we have the privilege of seeing it happen all over. And uh, but I'm going to pray for you, and I'm telling you, the Lord God himself will raise you up. Hallelujah. God, in the name of Jesus, I curse this cancer. God, in her bones and in the marrow of her body, in the name of Jesus Christ, God, all through her blood, I loose right now the working of miracles. I curse this cancer. Come out of her right now. Go! right now in the name of Jesus and I loose the working of miracles, God, and I command all of this pain. I command a miracle into this structure of this skeleton in the name of Jesus and I command all limitation, all pain right now. Come out of her in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now you had pain. Tell me what you got right now. Go ahead Rassler, Jason. See you, see you. No. Tell me what you got. Move. This is in this shoulder. That's a, that your shoulder, tent. I have cancer in the scapula. Okay. Now, in the name of Jesus, right now, this cancer in the scapula, I command you right now to come out of her. Go. Now, God, I command all this pain. I lose created miracles, God, in Jesus' name. And I thank you for it. Amen and amen. Okay, Linda? Tell me. Move your arm. Do something. Okay. Let's go all the way. Come on, folks. All the way. All the way. In the name of Jesus, God. God, by the power of that name, I command you, you loose her. God, right now, all the way, in Jesus' name, all this pain, God, we command it right now to free her. We command it in the name of Jesus, God, to loose her. We command in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, miracles in Jesus' name. Okay, Lenny, tell me what you got there. You couldn't do that before. All right, praise God. I'm going to believe you go back. It's going to be totally free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, Rhonda, what do you have, Rhonda? Really? And now
0: my ear is filling up with fluid again.
1: Now, can, can you, uh, if that goes, will you be able to tell any difference or just when you go back to him? I see him Tuesday. Okay, you see him Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's a good day. Hallelujah. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God, by the power of that name, I speak right now to this crack in this bone. I command you in the name of Jesus. To loose her, God, I loose the working of miracles. I command this whole, God, to be repaired in Jesus' name. Now, God, Tuesday will be a good day. Tuesday will be a day of declaration of victory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's probably the ear that you keep trying to whisper into and God trying to help her. Not really. (laughs) I'm kidding you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That young man over there in the orange, pink sweatshirt, the linebacker, that's you. Raise your hand up. That's you. You looking around. You're right beside a woman with a green sweater. Holly, oh, that's Holly. Stand up, sir. God. Now you've started on this thing where uh, this—it's uh, it, like a an intensifying back pain but God is going to do something in your body he's going to do an adjustment in organs I don't know what all that means but I'm telling you that God is going to start giving you new life out of places that your body has borrowed it to make other things not function I'm telling you that God is a God of miracles And that he's going to do an adjustment in your blood. I don't know what runs in your blood, but he's going to do an adjustment in your blood. And you're going to rise up and you're going to start recovering. You're going to find small things that you keep noticing happen. Stop happening. It's going to stop happening. Now, in the name of Jesus, God is going to do a miracle a restoration of the work of life. Now, I couldn't do that, but God can do that. And God's going to do it. And what's your name? Tim. Tim. All right. You're married to Holly. Well, that's a benefit. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it is. Hallelujah. It is. Praise God. And uh, I'm sure that she's kind of like a What do you call it, a hawk? Yeah, 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 hallelujah. And she tries to keep you straight, and of course, that's impossible too. So, I'm going to pray for you right now. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, those things that you have decreed, and God, down through this back, God, strengthen his total skeleton. And God, every organ that has been depleted, I ask God that you resurrect, that God, you strengthen in Jesus' mighty name. Now, God, I thank you. I loose the working of miracles into Tim's life. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. 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 Does somebody in your family have a uh, problem with the ball of their foot? Holly, do you have a problem with the ball of your foot? Okay. You're too young to have problems. Hallelujah. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on, Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. All right. If you have back pain, if you slip disc, areas of years of pain, if you have that, please stand to your feet. Going to quickly pray for this group. Then we're kind of going to switch. Hallelujah. You have slip disc?
3: My
1: well, that's because she's been laying on you. Get her another bed. Hallelujah. No. Who else? Uh, uh, come in, Joe. Yeah, I'm trying to think of her name. Roz, there you go. Thank you, Roz. Uh, Okay, folks, come on down here to the front. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Is there anybody here that is blind? Anybody blind? If you are, stand to your feet. And come right over here. If you are blind, come right over here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How are you doing? Really? Well, you look pretty put together today. But sometimes when things look so good on the outside, they're just all so wrecked up on the inside. And uh, what you need is a good dose of a healing of your past and even things that you've got going on now you struggle with. But I'm going to tell you something. God's going to touch your mind. You can call them insecurities. You can call them Wounds, You can call them whatever you want to call them. But you need to let that go. And you need to just forgive people because there's nothing back there that you want to keep yourself tied to. We're just going to forgive them. Not that they deserve it, but neither do we. We're going to forgive them. And then God is going to start repairing things. Okay. And uh, hmm, what do you do for a living?
3: I work at plastic bag. I'm a faculty
1: worker. Okay, well, good, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I did it for years, praise God. Put food on the table, roof over your head, clothes on your back, nothing wrong with that, not at all. Do you ever have a sciatic nerve that springs up?
0: Yeah, I have deteriorating discs.
1: Ah, okay. Well, when you forgive those people, I'm going to pray for you. And all of that is going to disappear. I'm From this moment on, it's all going to disappear. So I just want you to do this with me. Don't worry about what they did. Don't. It doesn't matter. Because the magnitude of what God is about to do, what you have been through, just... It, it's, it's just so weak. Just say this with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I forgive every person I won't say every person that has wronged me. Knowing or unknowing. I forgive them right now. And then Father, I asked you to forgive me, to lift me up, and God, you will unveil to me the future that you have for me. I thank you, God, that you've forgiven me. Now I will walk in the freedom of my forgiveness. I thank you that I've been forgiven. forgiven. Now, Now, Jesus be Lord of my life. Now, I command right now in the name of Jesus, all these deteriorating discs right now into this sciatica, I command it in the name of Jesus to come out of her, loose her, and set her free. Oh, God, right now, in Jesus' name. Now, did you have pain when you came in here today? Well, good. Let's bend over here and tell me what you got. Just
0: tingling. I'm good.
1: Tingling. You got a little of it left? Tingling. Oh, tingling. tingling. Well, we won't worry about tingling. tingling. Hallelujah. Good. Now you go walk in your forgiveness. I'm telling you, God's got a great future for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God, all of this stiffness, all of these tendons, Father, this lower back, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, come out of him right now. Oh, God, I loose the working of miracles in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, Tom, you can check yourself. And Roz, in the name of Jesus Christ, you're free right now. You just check yourself do something tell me what you got tom okay good we're glad you found it now so you couldn't get away in the name of jesus you devil i command you right now come out of him loose him in jesus name thank you father amen check yourself tom ross come on bend over here do me something Well, do you do that more than that when you get up in the morning? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gee, my name. (laughs) What do you got, Roz? Some in the
0: center.
1: Why didn't you pray for her? Get rid of that. Praise God in the name of Jesus. I command it right now in Jesus' name to come out of her right now. Go in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Do I? Still hurts a little,
3: and like where you had your hand, and
1: higher. In the name of Jesus, I command you right now to come out of her. Let her go, God. I loose the working of miracles in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You ready? Yes. Hallelujah! Praise God! Did you? Were you ever off of work for that? No. No. Uh, did you do it at work or?
2: No, working on a car, my daughter's car, 10 years ago.
1: Oh, gee, money. Quit working on those cars. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, God, I command this back pain right now, I command and the cause of it to come out of him right now. Loose him, oh God, for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hello, young lady. How are you doing? You know, did your husband tell you I ran into him? Yes, he did. All right, good, deal. We had a great talk. Yeah, he told me that. Yeah. Uh, I'm
0: doing good. I, one of the things I'm, uh, you said the back,
1: degenerative disc disease. Dis- degenerative disc. disc. I command right now these discs that are deteriorating. I command you, you devil, I command you to desist right now come out of her, let her go, in Jesus' name, amen and amen, hallelujah, yes, hip, all right, that's your hip, okay, I'm going to get to you in just a moment, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak, God, to this hip area, in the name of Jesus, these inflamed nerves, God, I speak to it in Jesus' name to come out of her right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for it. Hallelujah. Turn there, Sherry, and tell me what you got. Well, the stiffness, we don't care. You, you got to move. In the name of Jesus, God loosies up in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You ready? This is your hip? You sure? I think that's what you call it. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, we'll take it. we'll take it to your hip. I command right now, God, all of this hip pain, this affliction of the devil, Jesus, I loose him right now and set him free in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. I don't get a little better. I hate those words. In the name of Jesus, you devil, come out of him. In Jesus' name. I grab more men's rear ends than any man should ever grab. T- okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. Tell me what you got on your... Better, Okay, you go. All right, yes, hallelujah. Ron, how are you doing after this surgery? Well, I
3: have a lot of pain in my back. It, it, usually when I sit down, the pain goes away. But yeah, when I'm up standing, it's
1: going pain be In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you devil, all of these inflamed nerves, God, right now, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of him. In Jesus' name, I loose, God, the working of miracles. So when you stand, you have pain. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. You had pain coming up here standing. Yes. All right. What do you got now? I still got some pain. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's get rid of all of it. Man, oh, man. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, you devil, come out of him right now. God, loose the working of miracles in Jesus' name. Did anybody blind come up? Oh, man. What do you got, Bev?
3: Lower back, hip, and sciatic.
1: In the name of Jesus, this lower back, sciatic nerve, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Don't you have the husband that gives massages? But if he in my house, it'd be every night. And how are you, young lady? Holding up. Holding up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, you know nobody's your answer but Jesus. You know that? You've been married and divorced. You haven't. You've been engaged. Uh, and who are you with now? You're no one. So you don't have a boyfriend. Not fooling around. Good. Okay. Well, it's just better to know this, that you don't get any intertwined into that stuff because it'll kill you. So I'm going to pray for you. Now, are you a Christian? Okay. All right. Where do you go to church? Here. I'm going to say, I hope you go Here. All right. Now, I'm going to pray for you. And I believe that God's going to do some supernatural healing in the way you think and the things that you have been through. And that goes clear back into childhood. God's going to take care of all that. And you're just going to forget it. That just, just because things get used to... Uh, you ever put gas in a glass container? You're not supposed to. Sometimes gas gets in gas uh, glass containers and it seems like the container is no good. But really all it needs to do is be washed. That's all it needs to do. And when it gets washed, then it begins to be used for something else. Now Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I loose God right now, miracles. God, that you would touch her heart Mender soul, God. God, I ask you to heal her and to touch her in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command all of this lower back pain, God, this hip pain, I command it to come out of her right now and to go in Jesus' name. God, make a way where there is no way in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, you come up for back pain. Tell me what you got.
3: I can actually move. I
1: couldn't like this before. You couldn't? Okay, praise God. You go and you're going to be whole. You ready, Dan? Yep. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, all this lower lumbar God. In these hip areas, I commanded in Jesus' name to come out right now. Loose him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And what do you have? I've had a out of place for like eight years. Don't you live with a guy that prays for the sick? Yeah. <laughs> you ever ask him to pray for you? Yeah, he does. He does. You tell him, he ought to up the ante here and, and no, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command God this upper vertebra in the name of Jesus, all this pain, I commanded God this limitation to come out right now, go in Jesus name. Now let's see if you can lift that arm up without any pain. Could you do that before? Well, now you'll be, able to, you'll be a better kisser for, for that guy. Yes, sir. How are you doing, John? Okay. So you have lower back pain?
3: Yeah, I just had a surgery, a second lumbar surgery. Uh, because when I'm standing for 20 minutes, my leg starts to run numb. And it's, i just hoping we got the right disc this time. That when it heals up, it won't go numb.
1: Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I speak to this lumbar. I speak, God, to this disc, these nerves down into this leg that go numb. numb. I curse it. I command it to cease. And, God, I loose the working of miracles in Jesus' name. Now come out of him right now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise God. So, in 20 minutes, if we make you stand, we're going to know.
3: It's starting to go numb now a little bit from
1: standing here. but Okay. We, Let, don't, we don't know if that's from the surgery area. It's all inflamed. Or if it's another disc yet that's going to. Compress. Yeah, because they do inflame when they get operated on and stuff like that's that. I'm, I'm
3: just to, just
1: okay. That things, it's done.
3: I'm going to have to sit down every
1: 10 minutes. Yes. Hallelujah. I can't even do that at home. Every time I sat down, my wife comes up with a list. Hallelujah. Yeah, and the sciatic nerve. In the name of Jesus, I curse this sciatic nerve. God, I curse all of this pain right now. Come out of her. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Okay, if you have shoulder problems, stand to your feet. I don't know what time. Oh, I do. Now I do. Anybody have shoulder problems? Nobody's blind. Hello, Phyllis. How are you doing, Phyllis? You got shoulder pain. Yeah, but how are you doing overall? Hallelujah. All right, are you ready, Mary Lou? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Phyllis and Mary Lou right now. I curse the causes of these problems in their shoulders, and I command them in the name of Jesus to come out of them, and God, I loose the working of miracles. In Jesus' name, restore their movement free of pain. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen Phyllis, move that shoulder and tell me what you got A little better well get ready we're going all the way up in the name of Jesus all that pain right now come out of her In Jesus name take it on up. Phyllis. there you go. That's what I want. All right, Mary Lou. What do you got?
3: You have numbers?
1: I command right now in the name of Jesus all this numbness to come out of her right now. Go in Jesus' name. And I thank you for it, Father. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. How you doing? You look better than death. Now, <laughs> I know you went through a bypass. And... Uh, uh, a valve replacement. Okay. And uh is the valve working? Yes. Yes it is. As far as I know everything's okay. Uh did they put a artificial valve in or a pig valve? A Cow. A cow? Yes. You ever find yourself wanting to pull over and eat fodder or no. In- <laughs> You know what? You might as well laugh in life. You only go through it once, and uh, hopefully, you do it right. You end up going to the right place. So, good. And uh, but you're recuperating, good. Yes, very much so. Good deal. I'm so glad because number one, Marge would not want to lose you, and number two, I won't want to lose you. Hallelujah. his thumb doesn't work. Oh, wow. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God, I loose a creative miracle into this nerve that God uses his thumb and God, I loose it right now. Oh, God, I loose miracles upon it in Jesus' name. Oh, God, let the strength of God come into this thumb, into this hand, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Now tell me what you couldn't do. See if you can do it. have or something. Okay, so you just when you get in your truck, you'll be able to turn that key. That would be that would be what I have been able to. Well we're gonna that's just what we're gonna believe. You go home and start your lawnmower up. I saw your yard coming in. Look a little rough. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do you need your yard mowed? No, my neighbor's done it. Your neighbor does that. Well what's his, what's your neighbor's name? So I can call him and get him to do mine. Oh you know <laughs> No, I would have come and mowed your yard. Hallelujah. Nobody else's yard, but I would have mowed yours. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you have ulcers, stomach problems, bowel problems, just put your hand on your stomach, and your bowel. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you devil, you vexing, tormenting spirit, I break your power over these people. Now I break your power over the children of God. You have no right, no right in them. You have no right to oppress them. And I loose them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I ask you right now to recreate stomach linings, to order bowel systems, God, digestive systems in Jesus name. I curse all heart problems, God. I curse right now lung problems in the name of Jesus. I break the power God of prolonged illnesses. I break them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. God I lose strength to infuse itself, God into the nerve systems of men and women right now. Let the righteous rise up and be freed God. God I loose right now the working of miracles in the name of Jesus Christ. And God, I thank you for it. Amen and amen. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I curse all all asthmatic conditions. I curse allergies right now. You devil. I remind you that God created everything and he said it was good. Now I command you to come out of them right now. I curse all types of breathing, bronchial passage problems, and even sinusitis coming back. I curse it in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you for it. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, Father, I thank you for all that you've done. I thank you, God. I thank you and I thank you and I thank you. For the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the master of hell and death. And God, I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. See you in a little while. Hallelujah.